the project. Kuwait. Learn. Vacation. Is it important? Is it not important? Many people dismiss the idea of vacation. I think having mental health days are very important and vacation is part of your mental health. So if you ever want to learn about vacation, should you do it, should you not, what are the benefits, please tune in to our episode on mental health day, vacation, taking care of yourself and prioritize you. I am in this episode too, by the way. <laughs> so stick around and you'll get to listen to me talk a little bit over. about vacations. Good job, Dr. D on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> All this and more in today's episode. Oh, me again? It's on you. I just started it. <laughs> <laughs> so vacationing, taking time off, it's very, very important. You How's know? your vacation I, going so far? I feel like, you know, I'm always busy even on vacation. My kids are like, what is this? Why are we on a time frame? And I think the idea is, is that I feel routine is very important when you're vacationing. But also because I just... Uh, very busy person and I like being busy. So I don't know how to sit at home and do nothing, but it doesn't bother me because I feel like when I keep her like in, you know, in Kuwait, I'm always busy and I've got this job and that job and I do all these things. And that's just part of my personality. So my son was like, why can't we just like stay home and just like relax? I'm like, oh, that's boring because that's not really, I think, you know, his concept of vacation would be like, you know, we're just going to hang out and do nothing. And my concept of vacation is like, do as much as you can, but still have fun at it. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's been going, I, it's really, really good. And I feel like it's, uh, I mean, it, to be honest, but I do like those vacations that are smaller. I don't like these vacations that are like one month, although because <laughs> I come to the States, it's hard to just come for a week and leave. But oftentimes during the year, I try to do these like four or five days with the kids. It's nice. You go, you disconnect and you come back and you feel like you're fresh. And I feel like a lot of people don't really do that. And it's very, very important that they should do that. So these like one month vacation, sometimes I feel like, okay, it's time for me to go back. But I constantly talk about the idea for at least for my clients is that it is very important that they continue having um, you know, time off disconnecting, even if they have to go to a chalet on the weekend. You know, social media, we need to disconnect from it and make sure that we are not bombarded by all this like information that we get in that a lot of times are negative. So it's, you know, I feel like everyone needs to do it. How's your vacation? Oh, it's going great. I mean, for me personally, I like the long vacations. I mean, yeah, I like the long vacations just because I get to switch off a little bit and I love seeing DJ develop. You know, when we're away from Kuwait, um, because we're outside, true. he's at the, you know, when we first got to Boston, he couldn't climb the monkey bars on his own. And oh, okay. five days later, he did the whole strip of monkey bars and he just got down. He was so proud of himself. And I was like standing up clapping. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like that's I was, true. So for me, it's like, and I, I was telling, hey, I was like, let's extend. And she's like, no, this is where I'm drawing the line. <laughs> <You know? laughs> she was like, we're drawing the line. If I extend once, you're going to do it again. Because there was a year I extended like three times in the same vacation. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, it's just seeing him develop and seeing him go through that process compared to Kuwait because we know in the summertime kids sit inside and you know it's yeah. it's, it's tough it's, it's really true. tough and it's really hard to find things to do and I actually spend more money when I'm in Kuwait than when I'm over here because you know yeah. you go to Magic Planet you go to this you go to that and then mm. lunch and whatever by the end of the day you wind up spending like 40 KD and you're like what did I get out of it you know yeah and and you know when we were in Kuwait for example I mean I, I try to get kids to my kids at least like they have piano you know, and then they have skating. 
So I felt like we needed, and then two hours of reading because it's very important that they at least do some educational because my kids are, are much older than yours. But yeah. it's true because they spend most of the time in that inside the house and they're not. A, and that's why I was telling you, I love Chicago in the summer because we're out all the time. You know, it's nice weather. They can sit outside in the garden. They, we can go to the park. I mean, just even driving and not even having the air conditioning on because for us, it's not really that hot. So we put the, we hardly ever use the air condition. Yeah. And then I want them to be able to have that experience of what it feels like to be outdoors and, and enjoying it. So when we're visiting family, like yesterday, we visited some friends, we sat outside and I'm like, it's not too hot for us. This is what I want the kids to have an experience, the backyard to be able to, you know, to do barbecue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, so I think you're right, but I feel like, I don't know, I would be like, hey, I couldn't extend. So it's, <laughs> uh, it's time to, and for me, it's because of the routine. Routine is very important also. That's what she kept bringing up. She's like, we got to get into the routine of things. You know, we need at yeah. least a couple of weeks and whatever. And I'm, yep. on, I'm, I'm the type of person where I'm like, all right, dude, like, I just want to stay, have fun. But speaking of air conditioning and vacationing, I think this is a really important point to talk about. And you can right. weigh in on this. We walked in from the airport when we first got into Boston into the apartment we had rented and there was no air conditioning. And we're talking, it was uh. like 97 degrees, hot and humid in the city. It felt like the, it was 90 degrees inside the apartment. Mm. So obviously we got angry. We were pissed off and we still don't have AC. So I'm still a little angry about that. Really? You don't? Wow. No, I mean, it's been all right, but like we have no other choice. So yeah. we're sticking with mm. it. But I looked at Haya like two or three hours later and I said, look, we have two choices. We can either let this ruin our vacation or, you know, whatever. We treat it like it is and we continue to have a good time despite the fact that we're getting a few roadblocks, Mm -mm. you know, and luckily for us, like we kind of overcame that part. It's been great. You know, it's... And see, I like the way you, you know, you changed the way you thought about it because it's true. And, and, you know, you you have these two different types of people. There were probably somebody else that would have had the same situation as you and be able to think about the worst and, you know, got angry and had a fight with the owner and, you know, has spent probably have spent the first 10 days of their vacation wasting it on how angry they are because there is no air conditioning. And then you, on the other hand, which you brought a better perspective to it, is that saying, you know, what can I do? This is the way the situation is. And, you know, we don't have any other choice, so we're going to stick to it. Uh, hopefully that, you know, some something could have changed. but. But for me, to be honest, in the sense of air conditioning, even the car, unless it's really, really hot or I'm on the phone and I can't handle the, you know, there's a lot of noise and trucks and whatever. Yeah. I feel like I tell the kids, we don't need air conditioning. We spend most of the time, I mean, think about it, six months of our time in Kuwait, we're, we're air using air yeah. conditioning. And even when you put the window down, you don't feel that fresh air. Here... I feel like, you know, we should do something that we don't do, which is open the windows, experience the breeze. I like the way you've handled it. And hopefully it hasn't been too hot that you can open the windows. Oh, no, no, it was pretty, it was pretty brutal. I mean, we, uh, we had a babysitter. We walked in. <laughs> I started laughing afterwards because we walk in and she's just drenched in sweat. Oh, and, like it, it gets that hot because we had like a really bad heat wave for a week in Boston. And I was just like, oh, this poor lady. She just like, it was brutal in the apartment. But again, you know, like, what are you going to do about it? You could sit and complain all day and ruin your vacation or you just pick yourself up and, okay, you know, we got an apartment to treat it like a truck stop, so to speak. You know, we're in and we're out. We're never here. 
So it's like yeah, that's right. And, that's right. And, You're in and out. And the, the the company we rented from, they're giving us fifty percent off every day without AC. Oh wow, let's see. You got so, yeah, so that makes up. Good yeah, that makes up for it. Like that's all right. You know, I told hey, she could go to Lululemon again or something. Yeah, shout uh-huh. out to Lululemon. They better now sponsor need, us. <laughs> now, now you need you need yeah, they should sponsor you. Now you can get fans, and you know have fans at night. During the day, it will, but at night probably it'd be comfortable not to have this air condition. Plus, you know, imagine yourself, you're somewhere and, you know, there's a lot of countries actually that don't really yeah. have good ACs. So you, you feel like, imagine yourself, you're in one yeah. of those countries and you have to live with that kind of a environment. And DJ is learning from you how to be adaptable and flexible. And I think that's very, very important, to be honest. Whenever we're going on vacation, no, vacation is very important. But also, I feel like it's very important that we take these vacations that are not like five-star kind of thing. A vacation is also important to bring us down to flexibility. It teaches us how to be adaptable. And these skills is hard to get if you're living in a comfortable environment, like a lot of times we do in Kuwait. So when you come there and you have to deal with something that's no air conditioning, where you have to walk or where you have to do many things that are very, very different, I feel like that really builds character especially in our kids. For my kids, I feel like we have such a, an easy life in Kuwait. And I don't feel like they really have learned how to adapt to whatever situation. So every time something happened, I, you know, I tell them, fine, this happened. Now what can we do? What can we... I hate when people sit down and just complain about the situation without really trying to find resolution. Because then I've spent a lot of time, wasted time for me I'm just very adaptable. And maybe it's because of the field that I'm in. I don't want to be able to sit here and complain about it. So whenever I see my kids complaining, I'm like, okay, so yes, this is a bad situation. What can we do now to make it better? You know, well, how can we make it work, you know, for our advantage? What can you do to adapt? And, and I think these skills are very, very important that we teach our kids, to be honest, in vacation. Because there are probably a lot of people like yourself that have gone to a vacation and anticipated something more and better. I mean, it happened in Missouri. My sister booked a hotel. We go into our room and she just, the woman told us that the room was clean. I go in, the smell was terrible. There was cobweb on the ceiling. And I'm thinking, this is not a hotel. I cannot live like this with my kids. And it's not cleaned. Fortunately, we were able to switch to another hotel right away. But sometimes like if I was thinking to myself, if everything was booked, especially like we went to a skating competition where everyone was there. So it's a state thing. It means a lot of hotels were booked. But thank God we, we found something else. And my son was like, what are you going to do, mom, if we don't find? Um, we'll just have to live with it. That doesn't, not going to take away from yeah. the competition or the event that we need to do. Yes, sleeping probably would be uncomfortable for me, but we managed, right? And so it's the same thing with you. Yeah. But I mean, we don't want, I, you know, I, do, I also don't want people to you know, sometimes maybe, I mean, I have clients that haven't like, fl- have ever flown because they have uh, fear of flying. Oh, wow. Which is wow, very that's... common. I have one particular person I still remember is like two of them. One guy hasn't traveled for six years and he has to travel for his job. So a lot of times he is not able to do that. And so he's been stuck in Kuwait. And I have this other person, she hasn't flown for a long time. And maybe just, you know, after working with her for a while, she had flown to a shorter distance to be able to get over her fear and she managed. Um, but a lot of times people like, you know, either they can't afford it or they feel like they, people minimize that need for vacation. And, then, you know, I see that with a lot of my clients because like, oh, doc, you know, I can't leave work. Even here, you know what I noticed even in America, you know, a lot of people I talk to, 
they don't take vacation because they have to work or, you know, they feel like if they left their job, uh, no one is going to do the job like them or no one will cover for them, which is to be honest, it's BS and it's not true. You know, why? I mean, we always have a tendency to feel like if we left for a vacation, then things will fall apart. And we waste so much time, you know, trying to make sure we control everything and we forget our sense of well-being. And then what happened is that, you know, you get older, you're more tired, and then you realize life has passed you by and you haven't really enjoyed anything. And so the idea is, is that, you know, it's, there's even here, like when I talk to people, for us, it's so common, like we take once a year vacation, at least in the summer, or we take, you know, I take smaller ones and we've been able to do that. But like in the US, a lot of times people don't take vacation or they'll take a time off for themselves which is fine. I mean, you don't have to go to anything luxurious, but really making it very important that I should take a couple of days for myself. And in the US, it's so easy. Like you could take a road trip, you know, you can yeah. go somewhere for the weekend. Yeah. And people yeah. really, it's so it's so interesting. Like here, I've noticed people like, oh no, I don't have time to go on the weekend. No, I'm not going to drive. Uh, no, I, I can't leave my I job. I just want to relax on the weekend and, you know, weekend and sit back and you know, do my own thing. When in reality, it's like, if you take that mental health day, you're going to feel a lot better afterwards. And, you know, and I think really people need to start understanding. And you know who understands it is people like the ones I see that have like wasted all their time in their business, making it grow or in their job or feeling like, no, I can't leave because my manager won't allow me, you know, not prioritizing themselves. And then by then they get older, you know, they're still in the same job that they don't like. Or even if they like, they feel like they really have have not taken care of themselves. And then they get to a certain age where they're tired. They're starting to have a lot of physical problems. They have mental problems. And because they have not prioritized. And so on vacation, I mean, it's very important people to disconnect. I mean, that's, and like I said, the idea of do I disconnect for a week? Do I disconnect for a month? That's up to people. But disconnecting at least once a month. It's very, very important for people to understand. This is me time. I'm going to do all the things I need to do. I need to take a breather. Disconnecting from social media. Can you imagine? People still have a difficult time disconnecting. Like we always have to be on Wi-Fi. We always have to see what's happening around us. And that's like, take away the idea of why am I on vacation? I need to be on vacation because I don't want people to, I don't want to be watching or being congested with all this like information on either, even if it's good information or bad information. I don't want to be reading the news. I don't want to hear any of this. I want to be able to spend time with family. I mean, look at same thing you're saying, like, I don't see my kids that much. So I feel like this is the time where I do hang out with my kids and we do do things like, you know, in, in Kuwait, they take ice skating classes and I'm never there. My son the other day is like, you never come and see us. And I'm like, you know, that's why I'm here. I'm take, putting you in skating classes and I'm there every day. I take you there. We sit there. And I don't have the, you know, I don't have the opportunity to do that in Kuwait because I'm working. I want to be able to make up yeah. some of that yep. time. And family time is very, very important. People need to do things as a family. And when you work in a very, very busy lifestyle, uh, we tend to forget the importance of that. And then by the time I have time to spend time with my kids, they're going to be all grown in college and they probably don't want to 
do anything with me. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna be the ones that are like, nah, I'm 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 too busy for you, you know. And and that that, yes, that stage comes. Right. That stage hits all of us. I mean, I know I went through it. Every kid's gone through it, or every person, mm. so to speak. You know, yes, like true. Unlike probably me, because my son's my best friend. So <laughs> I, <laughs> had to, I had he to throw that. I had to friend. throw that one out there. I had to throw that one out there because I know, I know, I know. Well, you I hope hate you have when more, I say that. I hope you have best other best friends besides your son. No, I do. No, I definitely do. I have my wife too. <laughs> my 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 wife and apparently my uh, my CrossFit coach, who I speak to just as much as my wife, if not more. <laughs> really? Do you really? Yeah. The CrossFit guy, there or in? No, there, my coach. My Kuwait? coach in Kuwait. He's probably like, well, this guy just stopped messaging me. He's supposed to be on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know who was it. It was Doctor Claypus. Uh, Do you remember her? Oh. She was at AUK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, Kathy Claypus. Yep, yeah, Kathy Claypus. Yeah. She told yeah. me one year. I, I don't know what was wrong. I was like having a bad day. I snapped at someone in class or something. And she was like, do you need a mental health day? She was like, we all need them. Just take one. And she was like, go home. And it was like, okay. So since then, you know how you were talking about your short getaways? Mm-hmm. I've been following suit where I kind of, sick days in my opinion, are meant for meant to be taken, right? And this yeah, is my that's opinion. Right. This is personally. So mm-hmm. if you have some sick days, don't let them go to waste. I take them every, at the end of every month for a three-day weekend. And that's my mental health day. You know, and you just kind of, it re-energizes my batteries till I get no, to my and, long vacation, so. And I and I think, I mean, look at, you know, when Kathy was saying that is because if you wouldn't have taken this mental health, then you would have continued to be able to snap at other people. And, and you know, and I feel the same way. Like for me, I, I spend most of my time either teaching students or listening to clients. So I'm bombarded by a lot of issues. And I know me, like everyone should be able to be aware of who, their body, right? Like I yep. know when I get snappy or I'm starting to get tired, right? I mean, and, and usually for me, it's like, that's the time I know this is, I need to take a vacation or I need to get away. I mean, sometimes like people have sick days they don't use. And they think that that is because they're trying to prove something to their manager. You're not really proving anything to the manager. Like it, um, it amazes me how people, they don't take their sick days. They don't take their personal days. And they, because they're worried that they're, this is going to reflect bad on them at their job or this, or that, you know, the work is not going to get done because I'm not here. I mean, we are all replaceable. I think people really need to get idea that we're all replaceable. need to get over that fact. Yeah, you're right. You know, and I, we don't get over that fact. And the idea is like, no, 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 I can't leave because I have a big project happening. No, 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 I can't leave. I can't do this. And, and the idea is, is that, you know, because we maybe because we feel like we need the routine or we don't really appreciate the time that it's giving. If you have sick days, take it. It's better. Because for me, if I mean, for us in, in the university, we don't really have sick days. I mean, obviously you can call in sick. Well, you guys, you guys up. are teachers. It's, it's a little more difficult, I would assume. And right? I have to make up the lecture. For me, it's, it's very difficult. But whenever yeah. we have school, I mean, you see like a lot of the professors too. Whenever we have school vacation, I mean, some people they're single and don't have like dependent, then they'll go somewhere away, yeah, away that, yeah. and they can do that. But for me, it's like, you know, because of my kids and I have to work it around their school time. But like when we have days off, you know, I'd like to, I mean, you know, my kids laugh because I'm always, I love going to the salons. Uh, I go to the salon and I do spas and I do these facials. It's very important and it makes me look better. It makes me look healthier even exercising, like, you know, if people really need to understand that, you know, this is even mental health days, I could exercise and that's good for me. So you got to figure out what is 
going to give you an opportunity to disconnect. And disconnection is good. People shouldn't look at disconnection as something that I'm going to miss out. Like you, you probably know people like that, that they feel like they can't, they feel like they're missing out on something. Yeah. If they take off or, you know, and, and they can't do that because they want to be in control of things. But ultimately, these individuals have a lot of negative energy and then they put it out like you. If you snap at someone, they'll put it out on other people that are, you know, and it's very unhealthy and it, it can create, it makes you angry, it makes you fight with people, it makes you lose relationships. You, I mean, people come home and they snap at their kids or they snap at their, you know, significant other all of these things affect your relationship with other people and it's affecting your relationship with yourself. Somehow this, this toxic energy, this toxic uh, people that come into your life, you need to get rid of them. I mean, we all need to detox and detoxing is very important. So, I mean, you know, I don't know what I need to help people understand that this is so important. You're not losing anything by taking time off for yourself. No, you're right. And people get mixed up and I'm going to throw exercise in here because that's like kind of my background. Like, People throw it into the exercising like, oh, if I take time off, I'm going to lose muscle mass or I'm going to gain weight or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And in reality, it's like recovery is just as important as the Mm. working out process. If you don't recover, you can't work out, you know? Mm. And then personally, I always know when I need like a break because my body tells me. It's like, I push too hard and my body will shut down for three days and I'll feel Mm. like crap and whatever. And mm. or I'll push through it and I'll just get really sick for like two <laughs> two days. And people need to know, like you said, the time when they need to switch off and just detox from the reality that they're in and the people that mm. are around them. Because sometimes it's good and it actually strengthens re- your relationship with the people around you when you kind of mm. take some time off away from them. You know, I mean, me and Haya, we uh, we took a night off from DJ. You know, he stayed with my sister. And it's Mm. the second time we've been away from him in a night since he's been born. And, you know, like we woke up and it was like, oh, okay. You know, like I looked at her, I was like, wow, I feel, you know, it's, I love my son more than anything in the world. But Mm. I think when I saw him afterwards, I was like, oh my God, I missed him, you know? And and that was good. It was a good feeling and it felt really good. And I think we needed that time for ourselves um, just to detach his parents for, you know, 17 hours and it made a world of a difference. So I get exactly what you're saying. And we had, I had that fear of missing out. Like I told my sister, I was like, oh, well, what if he, you know, what if he jumps in the pool backwards or what if this or what if that? And she was like, so I videotape it for you. And I was like, all right, fair point. (laughs) You know, (laughs) And you know, you're bringing a very good, important point. I think the other thing is, is that, you know, people need to take time away from their kids. Like, you know, especially these vacations and we are with our kids for like, and it's nice that you have that support system where you could say, you know, can you keep DJ? Because a lot of times you also want to do grown up stuff. Yeah. And that, you know, right now, I mean, most of your schedule is all with what DJ needs and wants. And, you know, the park, although you're enjoying being with him, but still it's like DJ's time. Yeah. Summer and it has DJ. a lot of, and exactly. And the thing is, is that it has a lot to do with us feeling guilty as working parents, because I know I do that. Like I feel guilty as a working parent because I'm not home as often and I don't get to spend a lot of time. So when I come, you know, to my summer vacation, you know, most of the time I'm with them, but also I need time for myself. And I feel like, you know, I do everything that has something to do with them or I'll go out with my friends, but I'll bring them with me, for example, or because my friends, I've known them forever and ever. So they've even seen them when they even knew me before they were born. So 
But there are times that you have to decide that, you know, and it, this also goes along with, you know, you needing time for yourself, like going out with the boys or Hey, yeah. needing time for herself where you can switch back and forth of who should take care of DJ or, you know, I think these things are very, very important. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, even in Kuwait, it's like, you know, in Kuwait, we've got that, you know, the privilege of the idea of like, we have these domestic helpers that I could leave my kid with her and then be able to do some things for myself. But a lot of times, if you are feeling guilty like myself or feel like, oh, no, no, I can't leave them. The only day off I have, it's like the weekend. I have to be with them all the time. It's not really healthy because then I'm like snappy and I, you know, I feel tired and I feel resentful because I can't do anything for myself and, you know, and resentful with the idea like there's no opportunity for me. And then it's going to come back to I'll snap at them or I'll say something or or my mood will be so angry. So I, I feel like people need to really prioritize. I mean, couples like you guys prioritizing each other than prioritizing time with DJ, but also prioritizing something for yourself only and then for herself. You know I was just teaching a family class in the summer and, you know, people were constantly asking me what would be the right thing because, you know, we have this mentality in Kuwait and maybe even here is when someone gets married, they forget their, they think that once you get married, that's it. He is going to be my best friend and he's going to be my, you know, my lover and he's going to be everything for me. And then we forget about our friends that were with us even before we met this individual, right? And then, you know, constantly my students ask me, well, doc, you know, what do you think will be a balance? Because it's really just being getting married doesn't mean that you have to bombard this person with you all the time. So I always tell my students, it's like the healthiest relationship is that when you have your friends and he has his friends and then you have friends together or you do things together. And it's not a black, white kind of an issue. But I feel like in Kuwait, you know, especially the girls, they don't really understand that. And even the guys, like they'll get married and they don't want to make any changes in their schedule, right? So they're like, they want to continue doing everything with the guys. And then she does everything with her family and they're not doing enough with each other. And so I always say to them, look, you know, it's nice to take these getaways, right? For each other. But it doesn't mean that he got married and he should not have any friends or that you shouldn't have any friends. But it's nice to have time for yourself and time for each other. And so a a small vacation, for example, with each other. So that way, especially in marriage, it's like, you know, when you are bombarded and you, you know yourself, once you have kids, uh, your priority shifts, you know, the way your time management shifts. And I feel like this is when people, we have conflict in their marriage is that suddenly now all the woman's priority is with the child because she had kids and she forgets about the responsibility or the time with her husband. He escapes because she's busy with the kid. He escapes and goes with his friends all the time. Yeah. And so they don't do anything together. And so I feel like sometimes you need a vacation with each other if you can have babysitting. And sometimes you need family vacation. Those are very, very important. So uh, people really need to understand I'm a human being after all, and I cannot, I need me time and I need us time, you know? So, 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 uh, so how would, um, I think though that's, a, that's a great point. And I, I, I love what you just said. So here's a question for you. Uh, how do we deal with separation anxiety as uh, parents or as spouses from each other? Because I think that's a real thing that some people deal with. I just said, I dealt with it. You know, like I literally had separation anxiety from being away from my kid for less than 24 hours of fear of missing out. And it's such a different, different, difficult process to overcome sometimes. So what are some of the steps people can take to overcome separation anxiety? 
Well, I mean, first of all, the idea is that you have to really understand the benefit of this separation. Like kids have separation anxiety when we take them to kindergarten first and then they're panicky because they don't know if you're going to come back. And so, you know, they're worried about that you'll forget about them or whatever. And the same thing with you is like, because you haven't done it that often. And now that you've done it once, right, you are going to be able to do it again because you realize it's not as bad as it is. What you really need to do and what most people need to understand is that separation anxiety is normal. Everyone is going to have separation anxiety when you haven't done it. But you also are teaching it. What are you teaching DJ now that mom and dad also need time? You yeah. know, he's learning. He's, you're also teaching him how to survive without you for that 24 hours. So one of the first steps is, is that, first of all, people need to really make a priority that I'm going to leave my kid behind. And you're not the only one. Like I've heard a lot of people, especially when they're young. Because the thing is that my clients will say, but they're small and they cannot tell me if they're hurting or someone bothered them or someone, you know, uh, did something bad to them. But the idea is, is that if you start to already think these negative thoughts, then you're not going to be able to leave them because you're paranoid now that someone is going to harm your child and he's too small to explain to you. So the first step is that don't have these negative thoughts. What you really need to do is realize that this is beneficial for both of you. You and Heya were able to you were able to be able to stay with each other and do something. And you also had DJ bond with his aunt, right? So breathing, so you constantly have to tell. So once you dropped him, you constantly have to say to yourself that I'm doing this for us, for us, I'm doing this for him. And this is very important growing point for him. So if we remind ourselves of the benefit of why we are doing this, then definitely it will make more sense. But if I sit there and just like, you know, tell myself this is bad, my cat, my kid is going to hate me. No, no kid is going to hate you. Actually, DJ is not even going to remember that you <laughs> DJ left DJ didn't him. even care. DJ didn't even, even care. care. That's what exactly. killed me. Like I called my sister. I sent her a message. She goes, just go enjoy yourself. Just go enjoy yourself. And then I called her. Yes. And I'm like, can I talk to you? She's like, he doesn't even want to talk to you. She, yeah. Yeah. She was like, he doesn't even want to talk to you. He's good. Just like, forget it, dude. And then next day, we, I was like, did he ask about us? And she was like, no. When he woke up, she like, no, not even a word. <laughs> and I looked at him. See, I was like, you're not that important. I know, man. right? And I looked at him. I go, DJ, do you want to spend another night at Auntie Melissa's house? Oh, yeah, daddy, of course. Well, maybe it's because he woke up at like eight o'clock in the morning or seven in the morning. And, you know, he tr- like, he this totally. Good for them. He totally manipulated my sister and brother-in-law. He got a popsicle <laughs> at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, see, that's why. And, but do you see how you've made it into a very tragic thing? And that you thought, yeah. see, but this is what happens with anxiety, right? Anxiety is all about fear yep. and it's fear of the unknown. So we create these scenarios in our head that our kid is going to cry and no one's going to listen to them or he's going to need something and she won't understand. Or, and, you know, and we create this because we want to make ourselves feel so important that they can't live without us. Ultimately, as I said, you know, your manager can live without you. So, so can your kid. And for you're teaching him how to be really dependent because, you know, with you, he reacts in a certain way. He's, he asks for certain things. He knows how to manipulate you. And now you're teaching him how to be able to live with other people and survive and have a good time. This is socialization. This is when you start. So for, I recommend that everyone needs to do that and not call it separation anxiety, to be honest. Call it a growing 
pay because you need it. If you continue <laughs> to not have time with Heya, then it's going to cause tension between you and her, which is going to affect DJ anyways. I'll have her so listen gotta, to that part of the episode. <laughs> seriously, because yeah. the idea is, is that she also wants to feel that she's also important and that this relationship is important. And, you yeah. know, the sad thing is like a lot of times people really do not pay attention to their uh, relationship when they have kids because now the whole world is around this kid. And, you know, most of the time I ask people, why do you do that? And they're like, because they're dependent, they're small, they can't ask for things. You know, he's an adult now, he can manage his thing. But the idea is, is that still people, you know, husband and wife will need to feel that they're important and you're prioritizing it. So next time, I think you should do it more often now before you go back to Kuwait. That's good. Because DJ will not mind. That, hey, that's a great point, but it's... It's it, a vacation for him too. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. No, that's 100%. It's just tough in Kuwait because like surprisingly, I mean, my sister's hardcore. Like she's like by the <laughs> and everything. But with DJ, like it's open, you know, it's open season. <laughs> you know, like to do whatever he wants. And yeah, then he only comes once a year. He's, he's never agreed to sleep over somebody's house. Like he's never agreed to the process itself. And you know, actually, that's a it's an anxiety process. Actually, and the reason why he was able to do it with your sister is because that's his aunt, and he knows she's a safe place. So you know, uh, I mean, not only are you going through separation, he's also. So if you put him somewhere where he doesn't, you know, I mean, I remember the first time my son, even though he's 14 now, but last year he was 13. I There was the first time I put him in a summer camp where he, there was boarding summer camp. I'm starting to do that more. And it was the first time two years ago where he traveled by himself. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that, so I was also worried and I want him to be on the phone. And then I told myself, look, you know, I'm not the only one that can take care of him. He's in good yeah. hand. I, you know, the airline takes good care of the kids. Actually, I thought he was going to be stressed. He comes back. He's like, mom, I love traveling by myself. Please don't travel again with me. And I'm like, why? And he's like, mom, they give you VIP treatment. They put us in this room. They come and check on us. They they gave him free Wi-Fi oh, on the funny. plane. That is funny. And then I was like, this is great. See? The what awesome. I was thinking is the worst. And he's going to think, mom, you abandoned me. How did you let me go across the country without you? I realized this is really very helpful. It taught him a lot of things about himself. So... I feel like everyone should do it. And vacation. Remember, vacation, vacation, vacation is important. One week, weekend, a month, it doesn't matter. Everyone should do it once a month. Straight That's from the my best, idea. Straight from the best psychologist in Kuwait, Dr. D. Take a vacation. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy your time. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You can also find us on Instagram at The Project Kuwait. Thank you, and join us next time.